the book of Hebrews, Hebrews chapter 12 this morning, and I want to share with you a message that God has placed on my heart, amen, and a message that will prepare us for going into this next year for what God has for us, amen. So Hebrews chapter 12, starting in verse 1. And what the Lord reads, he says, therefore, since we have so great a cloud of witnesses surrounding us, let us also lay aside every encumbrance and the sin which so easily entangles us and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, fixing our eyes on Jesus the author and the perfecter of our faith, who for the joy set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. For consider him, somebody say consider him. Consider him who has endured such hostility by sinners against himself, so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. And let me pray as we get started here this morning. Father, we just thank you for this day, Lord. We thank you for this time together in worship, Lord. And we thank you for your sweet presence that's in this house today, my King. Father, I just ask you, God, to come and just illuminate your word today, God. Just come, God, and just make it, God, be a word that we can grab a hold of, that we can apply to our lives, that God can penetrate our hearts, Lord Jesus. Father, you are worthy, my King, and Lord, I thank you, Lord, that the truth is what will set us free. And so, Father God, just reveal your truth to us today and just enhanced and illuminated by your Holy Spirit. And Father, forgive us for all of our sins. In Jesus' name, amen. If you would give the Lord another hand praise this morning. Praise the Lord. All right. Praise the Lord. And so he's going to put my topic up today. And, and so this is, my topic today is fix your focus. Somebody look at your neighbor and say, fix your focus. And if you notice, I put behind there part one, because uh, what God has placed on my heart is going to be one uh, message of a series of messages. Amen. As we begin to prepare to go into this next year that God has for each and every one of us. And I don't know if some of you may or may not know this, but today is actually the last Sunday of the year 2019. Can I get an amen? And as we hear on this last Sunday and as we prepare ourselves in order to go into this next year, in order to go into 2020, I want us to begin to fix our focus in such a way that we can have the most effective new year possible. Are y'all with me today? And so that over the next few weeks, we're going to be looking at some things that will help us in order to prepare us to accomplish these very things. And so I want to talk to you this morning, saints, about fix your focus And, you know, I want to kind of give you an example for just a moment as we get started here today. And, you know, I uh, y'all know I have many kids, amen, many children. Uh, 
And one of my children is a, a beautiful young blonde uh, lady, amen. And, uh, and, and her name is uh, Carmen with a K, amen. And Carmen is a young lady that came into our life a few years ago, and, and, and we're in the process of adopting her and her brother Cameron, amen. amen. But Carmen, she had something that she desired for Christmas, and one thing that she had asked on her Christmas list for was that she could have contacts, okay? Now, Carmen, just like most of the other kids, had managed to either lose or break her eighth pair of glasses that we have bought them, amen? But she says, Dad and Mom, amen? She says, I want contacts for Christmas, praise the Lord, amen? And, you know, some of you say, well, that's not much of a Christmas gift. Well, I'm here to tell you, when you can't see, hello, then contacts is a great Christmas gift. And that's the very thing that she got. Amen. We got her contacts for Christmas. Praise the Lord. Amen. I know I told y'all I got y'all concrete for Christmas. Well, she got contacts for Christmas. Praise God. And so I began to talk to her and, and I was talking to her because she spent a couple of weeks without glasses. And, and she's the type of person that she can't see anything. If she doesn't have glasses on, it's not even like, you know, partial see. She can't see anything. I play games with her when she's at a distance. I say, how many fingers am I holding up? And, you know, but anyways, and she begins to guess. But I began to talk to her and she's telling me how difficult it was over the course of that time not being able to see and not being able to focus. And she says, in fact, she'd go to school and the teachers would write it on the board. Amen. The, the homework and and, and she was at a point where she couldn't see it. She just had to listen to what they were saying. So if she was in a class where a teacher wasn't really one that liked to teach, she was out of luck, wasn't she? But I want to go on into today talking to you about fixing your focus. And as we prepare ourselves to walk into this new year, it's going to be crucial that you and I begin to fix our focus. It's going to be crucial that you and I begin to be able to see clearly what it is that God is wanting to do in and through our lives, amen, and to prepare us to walk in, amen, 2020. In fact, in order to prepare us to walk into 2020 vision, can I get an amen? amen. And so today I'm going to share with you, and as I go forward, I want to talk to you real quick about the definition of focus for just a minute. Because the definition of focus is this, it's the center of interest or activity. It's the state or quality of having or producing clear visual definition. Or it's to pay particular attention to something. Now I'll repeat the first part of that. It's the center of interest or activity, amen, and it's to pay particular attention to something. And as we go forward into this next year, it's crucial that you and I have the right focus, amen, for our lives. It's crucial that you and I are paying particular attention to the things that we need to be paying attention to, that we are focusing on the things that we need to focus on, amen, and not caught up looking at some things that we don't need to be looking at. Can I get an amen? 
And as we look here in our opening scripture, we begin to see that, amen, in chapter 12, he says, Therefore, since we have so great a cloud of witnesses surrounding us, let us lay aside every encumbrance and the sin which so easily entangles us, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the author and the perfecter of our faith. And so today, saints, I want to encourage each and every one of you to fix your focus on the very things that God would want you to pay particular attention to that are most important coming into this year. Because how many of you know sometimes we can get caught up paying attention to some things, amen, that really aren't that important. We can get caught up, amen, looking at things, amen, that are not going to be effective for where we're going. And, and sometimes where we're looking is where we're headed. Are y'all with me today? Have y'all ever heard the saying, perception is reality? Are y'all with me today? How you're perceiving, how you're looking can become the very reality. So I want us to focus on what's most important as we're going forward into this year. You know, the enemy does his best, saints, in order to distract us from what's really important. He does his best to get us to focus on things that are not really of importance in our lives. That's what he tries to do. He tries to distract. Amen. He tries to divide. He tries to come and bring, amen, uh, uh, you know, all, uh, also all various types of, of things in our life. Deception. Amen. He tries to do these various things in our life, and he tries to get us to focus, amen, off of the things that are important and put our focus on things that, amen, that, that are not going to amount to anything. How many of y'all struggled with that before in your life? Amen. And so I want to kind of look at some things this morning. You know, as we look at the Bible, the Bible is something that over thousands of years, God had inspired men in order to record and write what we know as the Bible. And God had revealed himself to them and God had revealed to others in their lives as they followed him and focused their lives on him. Amen. He began to reveal himself, amen, as they focused their lives on him. And in the Bible, God's commanded us to keep our focus fixed upon him, fixed upon his will, fixed upon his purpose for our lives. And we're in a society that has all these distractions, amen, all these things that are, that are fighting for what we're going to be focused on and what we're going to pay attention to and what we're going to spend our time on and what we're going to spend our money on and what we're going to invest in, amen, and what we're going to do. Are y'all with me today? This is a battle that every human being has, amen. Every person, every man, every woman, and every child but for you and I to really honor God, we're going to need to follow his direction in every aspect of our life. Are y'all with me today? You know, it's not about our opinions. It's not about our preferences. But if we're disciples of Jesus, then we've got to follow God's commands and his precepts and his ways. See, because honoring God, amen, or following him and keeping God at the center of our lives, it requires us to keep our focus in the right place. Are y'all with me today this morning, saints? And so I want to share some things with you, amen. And I want us to ask ourselves a question this morning. 
is the focus of your heart or the focus of my heart, amen, and my mind, is it really fixed on God? Because a lot of times we can get distracted. We can get off course. We can lose focus from what's important and what's not. You know, and when we look at Hebrews, we begin to realize in chapter 4, amen, that we're in a race. And this is, race is not a sprint, but this race is a marathon. Are y'all with me today? And one thing about a marathon, amen, is, amen, it's, it can be long sometimes. And it's not always about how you start, but it's about how you finish. Are y'all with me today? And so we're in this race or we're in this marathon that we call life. Amen. But we're running in order to win, not just to run. I don't know about you, but I like to win. Praise the Lord. Amen. I don't like to lose. Amen. We're running in order to win. But when we look at that, we've got to begin to discern what is it that means that we're winning. What is it as a Christian, as a man or woman of God, what is it that we consider a win in our lives? Because if you go around this world and you ask, amen, about 20 different people what it means in order to win in this life, you're probably going to get about 10 to 20 different answers. Are y'all with me today? But we run in a way to win, amen. And we're developing a go-for-the-goal mindset, amen. And we're learning what it takes. But we have learned that those with a go-for-goal mentality, those are those that remember the witnesses, they remove the hindrances, and they run the endurance, amen. And so today I want to look at a few verses, you know, and I want to see where these athletes When they're competing, they're concerned about one thing. Because you and I are running this race. We're running this marathon. Amen. We're running in order to win. Right? But we need to be concerned about one thing. You know, know, when when you're running a race, a, a marathon, you can't be focused on how tired you are. You can't be focused, amen, on just uh, what place you're in. You can't just be focused, amen, about the pain that you have, amen. And in fact, if you've got some pain, you've got to learn how to overcome that pain and continue to press through and continue to press on, amen, and to go for the, the goal and win the prize. And how many of y'all know you and I, we deal with all kinds of that, don't we? Amen. We deal with where others are at in life compared to where we're at in life. We deal, amen, with hurts and pains in our life, amen. Are y'all with me today in letdowns and, 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 and all these various things, amen. We, we, we encounter all this, praise the Lord, and, and we encounter getting fatigued and we encounter getting tired and wore out, don't we, amen. Sometimes life just has a way of just taking a toll on you and just wearing you out. But you and I can't focus on that, amen. As athletes, as runners, amen, we've got to stay focused. That's the number one thing that they have to do when they're competing. They have to have the ability to focus, to stay centered, amen, to have intense concentration, amen, 
This is a key factor in any competition, whether it be running, whether it be boxing, whether it be whatever it may be. Amen. Are y'all with me today? You know, if a boxer focuses on the pain that they're dealing with, praise the Lord. Amen. They might find themselves in a bad spot. Are y'all with me today? You know, this reminds me of King David. David, the great king and psalmist of Israel. And this is what he said in Psalms 27 and 4. He says, one thing I have desired of the Lord. Amen. In other words, David had one thing. He had one focus. Amen. The desire, amen, was things above all other things. And, and I want you to think about this, amen, as you're going into this next year. And I want you to think about some of the things that are the most important going into 2020. Because I don't, I don't want you to be thinking about things that are not that important, amen. You know, what's the one primary goal for your life? Praise the Lord. And can we keep that goal in focus? You know, a lot of people, they start out at the beginning of the year with some good goals and some good plans, and they got some priorities they put in place, amen. But after just a couple of months, amen, all those have gone to the wayside, praise the Lord, amen. But I want you to think about some, just one thing, or just a few things, amen, that you have going into this next year that you're going to focus in on, amen, that you're going to focus in on accomplishing them and winning that and, and doing those various things. Are y'all with me today? You know, as we go through this thing called life, you know, there's going to come a time when each and every one of us is going to be called home. You know, and, and we, we ask ourselves, you know, what, what do we want to be remembered for when the race is over? Amen. What do we want to be remembered for? What do you want the people to stand around your coffin to be saying about you or even thinking about you? Are y'all with me today? What's the most important thing in your life? And so I'm going to talk to you a little bit, saints, about fixing your focus. But in order to fix your focus, there's some things that are going to have to take place. And I'm going to have to put my first point up there. In order to fix your focus, you're going to have to remove the hindrances. You know, I don't know if y'all are familiar with uh, the rich young ruler in Luke 18. But the, the rich young ruler, he came to Jesus wanting to know how to gain eternal life. And Jesus said this, amen. He said, one thing that you lack. He said, in other words, he said, one thing that is hindering you. You have the wrong focus. I'm going to read to you out of Luke chapter 12 and verse 16. See, see sometimes when we have the wrong focus, it, it begins to hinder us, amen, from receiving what God has for us. Are y'all with me today? That's what he says right here in, 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 in chapter 12, amen, of Hebrews, amen. He says, amen, remove the things, lay aside every encumbrance and the sin which so easily entangles you, and let us run with endurance the race that's set before you. If you'll put that scripture up there, Luke chapter 12 and verse 16, I want to share with you the, 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 the parable of the rich landowner for a minute. And he told them a parable saying, the land of a rich man was very productive. And he began reasoning to himself saying, what shall I do since I have no place to store my crops? Then he said, this is what I will do. 
I will tear down my barns and I will build larger ones. And there I will store my grains and my goods. And I will say to my soul, soul, you have many goods laid up for many years to come. Take your ease, eat, drink, and be merry. But God said to him, you fool. This very night your soul is required of you. And now who will own what you have prepared? So it is the man who stores up treasure for himself and not rich towards God. See, as we look here, we see these examples of these men, amen, that had the wrong focus, right? But they also had the wrong idea of what success was in their lives. See, in order for us to realize what success is, is going to determine what our focus is. Because if we consider success, amen, the things of this world, then that's going to be where our focus goes. But if we consider success, amen, something that's eternal, amen. If we consider success winning the race, running the race that's set before us. If we consider success impacting eternity. If we consider success these things, then this is where our focus is going to become. He says to him, you fool, today, amen, your soul is required of you, amen. But this man had the wrong focus. He had the wrong success, amen. Are y'all with me today? And it led him to a place that he had no business going to. It's called a devil's hell. Are y'all with me today? Mark 8, 36 says this, what shall it profit a man if he gains the whole world and forfeits his soul? For, For what will a man give in exchange For his soul. Are y'all with me today? And so I'm telling you right now, we've got to remove some hindrances in our life. Maybe it's not money that's a hindrance. Maybe it's not having worldly success. Maybe it's something else in your life. Maybe it's pornography. Are y'all with me today? You know, maybe it's something else in your life that's a hindrance to you. But in order for you to be able to fix your focus, you're going to have to remove these hindrances out of your life. Are y'all with me today? You're going to have to remove the sin that so easily entangles you. You're going to have to remove these various things from your life so that you can fix your focus. Because I'm here to tell you today, amen, if those things are what's important to you, then that's where your focus is going to be. And that's what's going to begin to drive you. And that's what your 2020 is going to look like. Are y'all with me today? And you might find yourself in a place where you don't want to be and you're trying to figure out how you got there. Are y'all with me today? Somebody say remove the hindrances. And not only that, but you've got to remove the distractions. You know, I know y'all are familiar with the story about Martha and Mary, aren't y'all? Luke chapter 10 and verse 38. He says, now as they were traveling along, he entered a, a village and a woman named Martha welcomed him into her home. And she had a sister called Mary who was seated at the Lord's feet. Listening to his word. But Martha was distracted with all her preparations. She was distracted. See, one thing about it, saints, if we're not careful, we can find ourselves getting distracted. And she came up to him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to do all the serving alone? Then tell her to help me. 
But the Lord answered and said to her, Martha, Martha, you are worried and bothered about so many things. But only one good thing is necessary. Are y'all with me today? Some of y'all look like y'all are distracted right now. Hello. We must have been one of the ones serving all the time. Hello. But only one thing is necessary. Somebody say, only one thing is necessary. He said, only one thing. Only one thing is necessary. For Mary has chosen the good part, which shall be taken away from her. Now here we see, we see Mary and we see Martha, these sisters, and they both love Jesus, amen. But one was hurrying about her busy, you know, about busyness, and, and, and she was doing these preparations, and, and she became frustrated, right? And Mary, however, she had sat at the feet of Jesus, and she was worshiping, but Martha began to complain and tell Mary to help with the dishes, and, and Jesus responded and say, Martha, Martha, you're worried and troubled about many things, but only one thing is needed. Hello, somebody. And sometimes I'm here to tell you, we can become distracted with some things that might even be good. Hello, somebody. They might be good. How many of y'all know it's good, amen, to serve? It's good to have works. Hello. But it's even better to sit at the feet of Jesus and get strengthened and empowered. Are y'all with me today? And I promise you, Jesus is more concerned with whether you're sitting at his feet than whether you're running around doing all the work of the Lord. Are y'all with me today? Distractions even come with things that are good. Hello. Are y'all with me today? Distractions aren't always things that are bad. Sometimes they're good things. But you got to determine what's good and what's best. Are y'all with me today? Some of us are real good at running. Sometimes we're not real good at sitting. Some of us will work for the Lord all day long, but we won't sit at the feet of Jesus for more than a minute. And I'm here to tell you today, as we're going forward, amen, into 2020, as you're fixing your focus, it's crucial that you remove those distractions, amen. Are y'all with me today? You know, there was a blind man that he was healed by Jesus. And he was confronted by this Pharisee. Amen. And his response was this. He says, one thing I know, because the Pharisee was coming to him, amen, with all this religious stuff. And this blind man that was healed, he said this. He said, one thing I know, that I was blind, but now I can see. Come on now. See, sometimes we get distracted with things that appear to be good with what's most important. Come on. Are y'all with me today? You know, I love looking at Jesus as this example for us. He, he, he had a narrow focus. He was focused. Amen. He knew what his goal was. He knew what he was going to accomplish. He knew what he was going to do. And he wasn't going to let any distraction get in the way. He wasn't going to let any hindrance get in the way. We've learned that there's many distractions, amen. And we've talked about removing the hindrances. 
But I'm here to tell you the last thing, saints, is that we're going to have to quit focusing on the past. In other words, saints, you can't allow what happened in 2019 to begin to determine or affect what will happen in 2020. If you're looking through the lens of the past, then you're going to carry the past into the future. In fact, in Philippians, Apostle Paul said it like this. He said, one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead, I press forward to the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Amen. He says, forgetting those things in the past, amen. You can't sit there and focus on the negative things that have happened to you this last year or the year before and can expect to have victory in 2020. I'm here to tell you, you've got to begin to remove and quit looking at the past, amen. The past is the past. The past is behind you. You're going forward, amen. You're reaching, amen, for the higher calling of Jesus Christ and you're going to accomplish great things by the power of the Holy Ghost. Are y'all with me today? So quit looking at the past. You know, this is why people don't have effective relationships because they're looking at the past and that's how they begin to determine amen, that, what, what, what the future is going to look like. That's how they, they look at a past relationship and they just automatically look through that lens in the current relationship. You say, well, my, my, past, my last husband, he, he abused me. Okay, well, I'm not your last husband. He neglected me or she neglected me. Are y'all with me today? Or maybe it was somebody before they got saved. I know if my wife looked at me of how it was before we got saved, we'd be in trouble. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> yeah, that's how I was before I got saved. Amen. I'm a new creation. Thank you, Lord. We've got to fix our focus. We've got to fix our focus. 1 Corinthians 15 and 3 says, I passed on to you what was most important and what had also been passed on to me. Christ died for our sins, just as the scripture said, and he was buried and he was raised from the dead on the third day, just as the scripture said. You know, as we look in Hebrews chapter 12, we begin to see what our focus must be. It's got to be keeping our eyes on Jesus. Jesus is our example in all things. Amen. He, amen. He was our Savior. He was our example. And yeah, we're never going to be Savior, but we can learn from the example of how to live as champions, of how to live as victorious. Are y'all with me today? You know, and, and he was, the Bible says that he endured the race. Because he was worth it because there was a prize. And, and I want you to know what the prize was. You want to know what the prize was? The prize was each and every one of you. And I want, you want to know what the prize is for you? It's him. It's Jesus. Come on. And it's not even just heaven. Heaven is spending eternity with Jesus. But amen. The prize is Jesus. That's the reward. Are y'all with me today? Amen. You got to remove these things. 
you got to begin to fix your focus, saints. God's trying to take you somewhere. God's trying to do something great in your life. How many of y'all believe that today? Amen. Come on, if you believe that, give the Lord a hand praise. Amen. This next year is going to be a good year. Amen. It's going to be a good year. But you, you can't. You can't allow those things to hinder you. You can't let things steal your focus. You got to figure out what's most important. Can I get the worship team to come forward? You know, as they come, I want to share with you an example. Because it's real, it's real crucial how you, what how you look at things. If you look at a relationship, let's just say uh, my, my son is about to be getting married in May. Amen, Anthony. Praise the Lord. Amen. We can give the Lord a hand. Praise for that. But when you, when you, let me give you an example of what's crucial, how you focus. When, when you meet somebody and you fall in love with them, right, and you're getting, you're in the honeymoon stage or pre-honeymoon or whatever, when you look at them, you see all the good, don't you? Hello. I'm talking about before you get married. You know? You see all the good. You're focused on all the good. Man, she's beautiful. Man, she's funny. Man, he's nice. Man, he's a hard worker. Man, look at the way he worships. You know, you're focused in on the good. You won't let nothing distract you from that good. All right? And I'm not trying to discourage everybody from getting married here, okay? <laughs> you know, that's between you and God. Praise the Lord. But then sometimes when you end up married, if you're not careful... You can begin to focus in on all the negative. Well, they don't take care of this, or they don't clean up after himself. Or, he doesn't tell me he loves me enough. Or, you know, or she, you know, I don't know what it is. See, it's, it's crucial that you fix your focus properly. Because you and I, we can get caught up either looking at the positive or we can get caught up looking at the negative. I tell the guys in the leadership, I said, look, anytime you come to me, because usually when they come to me, it's to bring something negative. I said, anytime you come to me, you better tell me something positive before you unload all that negative on me. Because I'm a human being too. You know, if all I hear all day is negative, this is wrong, and that's wrong, and that's wrong, and this is wrong, and this is wrong. So I tell them, hey, anytime you come to me, come to me, something positive. Hey, pastor, I got good news. 
But we also have to deal with this. And, and I want you to look at it because it's important how you fix your focus. How are you focusing? How are you seeing things? Do you, do you see all the negative or are you seeing the positive? And, you know? And, and that's, that's how we need to go into this year. Are you going to be looking at all the negative? And if you're dragging last year into this year, you might be looking at the negative. Amen? You know, I'm, I'm coming up on a one year when I got hit with that sickness and I ended up in a bed for two and a half months and ended up, you know, dealing with stuff all year long. And I can either carry that from 2019 back into 2020 or I can begin to fix my eyes on Jesus. I can begin to fix my eyes on the healer. I can begin to fix my eyes on the solution. Amen. Going into 2020. And I know some of you, amen, y'all had a rough last year. Amen. Praise the Lord. But there was victories, but there was some challenges there too. There were some battles, wasn't there? But as we go forward, as we're victorious this next year, it's going to be crucial that we begin to fix our focus properly. Amen. Let's fix our focus on what Jesus is going to do because Jesus is fixing to take this world by storm with the power of the Holy Ghost. Are y'all with me today? Jesus is fixing to win souls. Jesus is fixing to take cities. Jesus is fixing. Amen. Come on. He's fixing to do great things. And we can't focus on the pain. We can't focus on the hurt. We can't focus on the past. We got to focus, amen, on the prize. Are y'all with me today? We got to focus on, amen, the power of the Holy Spirit. Stand to your feet this morning. If you'll pre you repeat after me, say, Father. Father. In the name of Jesus, help me, Lord, to fix my focus, to focus on you, to focus on what matters, to focus on the good. I thank you, Lord, that you will help me accomplishes Father God, Father God we want, we want this, this to be a year, be a year. Of, success, of success of intimacy of communion with you like never before I thank you Lord <laughs> That you are faithful. That you are the author and the perfecter of our faith. Have your way in our lives. In Jesus' name. Right there in your own words, amen. Just begin to talk to your Heavenly Father. Just begin to tell Him what you need, amen. As you're going, getting ready to go into 2020. As you're getting ready to walk into your destiny of blessing. Thank you, Father God. Oh, we need you, Jesus. If you have some distractions, amen, ask God to remove them. If you have some hindrances, ask God to remove them. Maybe you just need to lay it at his feet, amen. <clears throat> Father, we thank you, we praise you, we honor and glorify you, God. Come, Holy Spirit, and have your way. Come on, just press into him this morning, saints. Come on, just press into your heavenly Father this morning. Yes, Lord Jesus.
Oh, you're worthy, God. Hallelujah. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Somebody needs to press into the Lord this morning. Amen. You don't want to go into 2020, amen, the same way you were in 2019. Oh, you're worthy, Jesus. Help us, Father God, to seek you like never before, my King. Help you, help us, Lord God, to know you like never before, Lord Jesus. Help us, Lord God, to be used by you like never before, Father God. Pour it out, God, in this place. Oh, you're worthy, Jesus. You're worthy, God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father God. Come on, let's worship the King of Kings this morning. Yes, Lord. Come on, let's worship. We have any worshipers in this house? Come on, let's worship. Amen. Come on, let's worship. Oh, I seek you.